Welcome to Think and Reimagined, produced by Live Abundantly. Live Abundantly is committed to justice, equity, equality, diversity, and inclusion for the creation of a global society which respects the rights and well-being of all citizens. We invite you to visit our website livesabundantly.com to support our initiatives for women, youth and children. Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset for For a better better global society. Let's return to questions from the children. And if you're on Zoom, I want you to know that uh, you can also type your questions. All you need to do is chat publicly and I can find it in case you hear the panelists say some things that you need clarification on or you have a question that you did not submit earlier. Please drop your question right on the platform and I'll be here to take them. If Dr. Ama is back, I would like to ask Dr. Ahmed these questions. And this is coming in from 18-year-old Victoria Chinecherem or Hachozim. Forgive me. I'm not sure I pronounced that correctly. All right, so Victoria is asking some very intense questions here. One, she wants to know why women mostly fall victim of abuse. And also, why do people tend to abuse mostly people they are related to or love? Victoria, um, excellent questions. And thank you for bringing those up. Look at the issue of why women are, and when we say women, we really should include girls as well. It does have to do with the cultural, um, societal, religious bias against women and girls, which pegs them as um, weaker, second-class citizens. And also, um, this is a society that looks at women in, um, unfortunately, um, a sexual gratification mode. There's no other way to say this, and I know that we have younger children here. But from a very young age, women, girls are socialized in a particular way, which needs to change. Um, Women, girls, we're not sexual objects, we're not objects of gratification, and we're also not second-class citizens. We have equal access to education, equal access to jobs, we should, equal access to work. Um, but society in some way has relegated us in a manner that makes us fall prey, weaker, not valued, um, second rated. So that is one of the reasons why that happens. And very often when they do speak up, they do not have the support of the community or the law enforcement. It is generally perceived that um, if you're being abused by a family member, then it's a family matter. But the government and the law state that abuse should not occur and you must be protected in those situations. But I also want to put emphasis on girls and women speaking up when they are violated. Um, Any form of violence is not tolerated under the law. 
and we have to speak up and we have to bring the perpetrators to book. Justice must be meted out. Now, the second question you asked was, why does it usually happen to, um, with those that know us? Well, it's familiarity. Um, very often what you do is you groom the person. So psychologically, emotionally, you take control of the person. Um, with young children who are abused by uncles, aunties, you know, or fathers because incest brothers does occur. Um, there's a level of trust that has already been developed. And because of that trust, it is easy to build on it even more and weaken your ability to speak up and to take ownership of your body or to speak to others about what is going on. So it's important that regardless of who is doing the abuse, causing the abuse, the harm, that we must speak up. But it's based on trust, building trust and familiarity, and it's easy for them to threaten the individual not to share with others because um, family honor, stigmatization are the things that families and communities shy away from. I hope that answers your question. Thank you. Absolutely does, Dr. Ama. 19-year-old Lamoyed Omomobe just sent the question via Zoom. She wants to know why children easily fall into sexual immorality. Almost four young females between age 15 to 16 that I think he knows, according to him, are having a child already. Um, why does that happen easily? Mr. Boyu, you want to try? Um, I think because children these days are exposed to so much more than before um, through social media, internet, um, accessibility to different things, and parents working, both parents working, and children on their own a lot. So this sexual immor immorality, as he calls it, um, um, he made a statement that four young females, but it takes both male and female, so I wouldn't just categorize it as young females. So the youngsters age 15 to 16 are having children already because they're exposed to mo so much and the children these days are bolder than back in the day. They do things now that they wouldn't normally do back in the day. Um, it's not encouraging to the youth, but it happens a lot. Um, having children at 15, 16 could come from um, their social interaction or it could come from abuse, like Dr. Armand was saying, or incest. So we don't know, we have to know what the circumstances for these females or males having children at such a young age. But the kids today are exposed to so much. And we as parents or individuals, guardians, we need to start um being responsible for what our kids are exposed to we need to control what they watch we need, um five six-year-old children are watching r-rated movies so how would they not be exposed to sexual um content do you understand what i'm saying so i think it's going to um affect the youth but we as individuals older parents, guardians, big brothers, big sisters, we have a responsibility and try to control and restrict what the younger ones are exposed to. I hope that answers the question. 
think um, I would like to add something if that's all right. Um, I do believe the question is about females 15 and 16 year olds having children already. Is that the question we're addressing right now? Yes, yes it is. Dr. So it is a crime for an adult to have sexual intercourse with children. So if this was a situation of incest or abuse, it is a crime and that should have been reported. And in that case, the girls are victims. They are victims. They are not to be stigmatized because they have had no choice in bringing forth a child at such a young age. Now, if this um, pregnancy comes out of children because of their pre the disposition to sexual contact context uh, content, excuse me. Um, because we do know that children experiment hormonally, their bodies are changing and they will try things. Then it's a case of the families coming together and recognizing that um, parenting has failed and measures need to be made to protect both children and make sure that they return to school. My concern is we do not have the um, the social network, the government social welfare network to support young girls who become mothers and it affects them going back to school. So that is another angle. And thirdly, we have to remember that in some parts of Nigeria, particularly in the North, child marriages do occur. It is against the law. So very often you will 13 year olds, 14 year olds, babies. Unfortunately, once they reach puberty, they believe that they can bear children. What is this? But it does happen and it leads to other issues, including stunting their learning, their ability to be participatory members of society um, and being able to even take care of their children effectively and efficiently. You have been listening to Thinking Reimagined. Changing the mindset for a better global society. Let me come to you, Ms. Shotomino. Earlier, Dr. Amel was talking about the need to report abuses early uh, as against the culture of silence that has become a thing back at home. I just want to share a question with you, Ms. Shotomino. Uh, give me a minute to look for it. There is this person who is concerned about domestic abuse back at home. And um, this person wants to find out what must be done. So the name is Toluwani Ajayi, 14 years old. And Tolu is asking, what can the 14-year-old girl do to save her mother from, a, from an abusive marriage, even when the mother refuses to report the husband to human rights personnel? Wow, this is a very difficult question. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take a little bit of time to think about and whilst I'm thinking about it, I'll share my thoughts on the um, controlling the content um, to which children are exposed to. You know, when uh, Dr. Amma was talking and um, um, Mr. Boyo was talking, I remember that um, there are controls that should be put in and I just wanted to read them out before I address that question about domestic violence. Apparently a child under 13 
should only be on social on the internet for Roblox, Pop Jam and FaceTime. It's only after the age of 13 they should even be on um, any other social networks. Some have put it at 16 plus for um, Instagram, 16 plus for Facebook and so on. So there are actually age restrictions um, mentioned by these social media operators as well. I don't want to go into the whole list, but it seems like in Nigeria, all children use WhatsApp. Just a minute, can you, can you go over the age, the age range again? Okay, so you cannot be on WhatsApp unless you're 16. You cannot be on Telegram unless you're 16. You cannot be on Instagram unless you're 16. Skype if you're 13. I should actually, I'm going to um, get this out and put it on um, the Live Abundantly website and the Instagram handle and I think it's the website and I'll try to type it out actually into the chat uh, because they're quite a lot. For Skype, for Snapchat, you have to be over 13. Um, for Twitter, for Facebook, you can't be on Facebook under the age of 13 and so on. So, and I know that younger children um, are on these social networks. Now, back to this question about um, a, a reporting the domestic violence situation at home. It is a fact that children who are brought up in a domestically violent home often have um, often exhibit symptoms of trauma because it's a traumatic experience witnessing domestic abuse. It's against the child's right. This particular child that is asking for help, how to help her mother get out of the abusive relationship, um, even though she doesn't want to. Unfortunately, in our society, it is till death do us part in a marriage and divorce is not an option in many, many cases for many, many families. This child's life is endangered, for example, because if something terrible should happen to the mother, if the mother should become unconscious or worse and the perpetrator flees, the, the child, if he's of age, could be arrested. For example, in Nigeria, I know that. So I think this child has to reach out to organizations such as Live Abundantly. There are many organizations, but I would say Live Abundantly to help. Should I know it's difficult also for a child to go to the police station to report this. I know there are no phone lines open to do this. I think the child should not relent in trying to find help for his mother or her mother and trying to um, maybe telling the, his teacher at school or her teacher at school, um, informing the school authorities, informing uh, organizations as well. But the child should not keep quiet about this. Thank you, Ms. Sumini, for your contribution. Um, Dr. Ama, Mr. Boyo, thank you so much for um, opening up your heart and talking to us in this first segment. Children, don't forget that this is all about you and the chat platform is open on Zoom for you to send in your questions, whatever it is you want to ask the experts. You're watching via Facebook or Instagram. Send your questions via the comments section and we'll be here to take them all. All right, so it's um, all the way to Can I add one yes, please. something? Um, in cases of the abuse where the um, children want to report but the mother doesn't because sometimes the mothers use the excuse that they're being abused because the spouse loves them or 
it's just a show of love. So we should not confuse abuse with love. I'm speaking to the children now. No abuse or violence is violence. It has nothing to do with love. No hits someone or abuse someone verbally or mentally because they love them. So if that is an excuse that your parent is giving you, it is not okay. Please report to someone, report to any individual. If you're under to your teacher, your auntie, just report because it gets worse. It never gets better. That's just what I wanted to add. Thank you. Um, first of all, I want to um, commend the young lady, the, the child who wishes to support the mother in getting out of an abusive relationship. It is unfortunate that our children are maturing at a rate that is not, not psychologically healthy. When a child recognizes that a parent is being abused and the parent needs to get out of that relationship, you have put a further burden on your child who is now dealing with stress, anxiety, and fear. So I commend this child and I hope that um, the young child, I think it's Tolu, who wrote this question, if you do know this child, please have them get in touch with us. We have um, been able in the past to intercede on, the, on behalf of a child who had attended one of our programs um, in Ogun State and um, the, the mother was being abused. Actually, she was beaten up in public by the father's, um, her husband's brother and mother um, because she dared to ask for money to support the children. And um, the child who had attended a program and learned about human rights got in touch and told the mother that she does have rights and gave her a number. Um, she did ring. I don't speak Yoruba, so I had um, Mrs. Laja, who is on here, speak to her. We were able to contact the DPO in that state, in the city, and um, she was invited to come in along with the family members. And they were um, able to let them realize that they could have been charged for assault. But um, in this case, uh, they were handed over to human rights lawyer to help sort out the financial situation in the family. But I do hear from that mother occasionally, and she assures me that things have changed just from that singular experience. So please, children, if you're being abused, it is important for you to speak to your parents or speak to a teacher or get in touch with us. And if your parents are being assaulted at home, being abused, you must tell them they have rights, they need to speak up, they need to take action, because what they do, their lack of action, actually affects you as children. And further on down the line, you may end up in relationships where you're being abused and you will recall that your parent didn't do anything and your hands are tied. You have the right to speak up, you have the right to live happily and prosperously and you have the right to thrive in peace and not be abused. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Amos. Do not confuse abuse uh, with affection. Talk. Speak to someone and do it now. Thank you for listening to Thinking Reimagined. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast 
and welcome your comments, insights, and learnings as we strive to transform our global society. A change in mindset, engagement, collaboration, dialogue, awareness, and education. Thinking reimagined, changing the mindset for a better global society.